welcome to Buzzworthy. I'm your host, Shalicia Harris, and today we're going to kick off this episode with a few words from the International Women's Day website. Imagine a gender equal world, a world free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination, a world that's diverse, equitable, and inclusive. A world where difference is valued and celebrated. Together, we can forge women's equality. Collectively, we can all break the bias. Today's pulse of inspiration comes from starting over after a big job loss and being displaced by wars. Hala has asked the question, why me? Why are all these things happening to me? And now she has her answer. Let's dive into Hala's story about her great realignment and how she is now helping women build soul-aligned businesses. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We have the incredible Hala here, and she's the entrepreneur and founder of Next Level Entrepreneurs. And we're going to learn so much from Hala, and her passion is electrifying. Um, I think that's the best word I can find because there's so much energy in this booth right now that I hope you guys are able to feel it. And this is all coming from deep inside Hala. Like all entrepreneurs, there is this passion that drives you to do what you do. But we'll start from the beginning and we'll get Hala to tell us a little bit more about her and like what led you to entrepreneurship. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for this introduction. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited. Uh, What led me to entrepreneurship and where did I start? Oh my gosh. Well, I was born in Egypt, middle class family. My parents were very hardworking. It was the midst of a civil war that lasted 16 years. While we didn't have much, we did have love and we did have self-confidence. Our parents instilled in us this big drive that, you know what, you're capable of doing anything. It doesn't matter. Forget about the world around you because there was a lot of chaos, a lot of violence around us. And they said, you know, forget about everything around you. Tune into yourself. You're capable of doing anything you dream of. And that stayed with me. That stayed with me for my whole life. When the war ended, I was eager to get started with my life. I, you know, I started working. I got a scholarship to the American University. I graduated, got a great job with a multinational company starting in uh, their operations in the Middle East and Lebanon. And I was just like, you know, paving my way. I was excited. It was like happening. I was thriving because I was in my power. I was really tuned into who I am. Later on, uh, you know, another war broke out uh, in 2006. I had to leave my country with my husband and my six-month-old daughter on my lap in a boat, in a boat from Lebanon to Cyprus, and then from Cyprus to North America. We relocated to Arizona where we started another you know another life there and when I got there I remember I stood there and I just I'm, I'm very strong in faith I live in faith like God guides every single move that I make and I remember standing there and looking up and smiling I'm smiling and I'm like thank you God thank you 
I, I'm, I'm going to show you how grateful I am. Mm -hmm. This opportunity you're giving me is not going to go to waste. And we continued there, you know, working, believe it or not, two years after economy crashes in the U.S. In 2008, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Everything we had put there, invested to open a business with my husband, we lost. So two years after we are thinking we're starting this new life, everything is gone again, and we have to start all over again. Yeah. And I was working at the time with a top Fortune 50 company as their human resources manager for stores. And, you know, I went to my boss and I said, I, what do I need to do to get ahead? Uh, he's like, you're already getting ahead. You're already doing great. I said, I, I want to show you that I'm capable of more because I do feel that I'm capable of more. Mm -hmm. So at the time, they promoted me to their expansion team. They were moving to Canada, their first international expansion. Yeah. So I was part of that team that came here with my whole family, relocated and started opening stores here for a target, uh, training, hiring, and doing all that. It was amazing. So... What what happened and how did I move to entrepreneurship? I never thought when I moved here that in a few years, I'm going to be without a job, without a career. Mm -hmm. But one morning, I wake up, I put the radio on as I'm going to my work at 7 in the morning, and I hear that Target closed their all their stores, all their operations. 17,000 employees were uh, let go. Wow. I get to my office and I read the emails and I see that, yes, we are letting go of everyone. And I'm one of them. Yeah. So in that moment, of course, like we're human, there's fear, there's uncertainty. And I'm like, oh, my God, like my whole livelihood is is my work because, yeah. you know, disrupted all over again. Exactly. Like how many times do I have to do this? Yeah. And how many of us like get to that thinking you're like why is this happening to me mm -hmm. why me again but in that same moment i had this like nudge of faith that said you know god has something bigger for you god has god has something bigger for you and i didn't know what it was i just had to trust that it was there mm -hmm. so from that moment i took time i took time to rediscover and recalibrate myself there was a lot of things happening i'm like okay i need time to reflect think what is my next move yeah that's when i really tuned in and thought about for the first time what can i do with what i've learned who can i help with what i've learned and i really I really like tuned into myself and realized how important it is for me to help women just like me who are maybe a few steps behind, who are, you know, struggling to make it in, the, in their life, who have achieved a certain level of success, but still feel unfulfilled, still yes. feel like there's more, there's more for me, but what is it? How do I get it? How do I show up? Right now, maybe they are fitting in. They're trying hard to fit in because they're thinking that fitting in is the way to make it. Mm -hmm. How many of us go into a job or a community and we're like trying to, to you know, see who's there, who do we need to be to be accepted there? Yeah. That is fitting in. That is the opposite of being yourself. 
Because when we are ourselves, we don't think about who's there, what do I need to do? You're just yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I help women with. I help them really uncover who they are, who they're meant to be here, so they can remove those layers of conditioning, of limiting beliefs that we've had all those years and just show up as themselves and help others through their business by using their superpower. That's it. So that is that is incredible in itself and it's it's great to hear about your journey and what led you to be there and i think you you had such a great foundation and i think your parents instilling confidence in you is something that is probably fundamental to who you are today that allowed you to take the adversities that you've been able to go through the number of times you've had to start over from zero um, to rebuild and I think that in itself is a place where a lot of people may not have that confidence to do that and specifically we're talking about women and mm. you know we're wrapping up international Women's Month, I'm going to call it, yeah. um, with this podcast. And I think it's really important for you to, and the work that you're doing that really showcases, you know, being strong in yourself is is the foundation of what you sort of need to make sure that you can thrive and move forward. That doesn't mean you have to do everything yourself, but it means, like you said, I, I love this term that you used is, um, oh, let me read it here, soul aligned mm. um, and how you help women build soul aligned businesses. So you've identified this problem that you sort of saw in yourself mm. and you said, hey, I've gotten all this great experience. I'm coming from a life full of rich experiences, adversities, ups, downs. It's unpredictable, mm. you know. It must have been really shocking to draw to be on your way to work, not knowing that you've let go, but the radio is telling you. And that it that must be a really tough moment in that moment. But when you said you had you got that opportunity to sit and reflect and, you know, tune into yourself and what was important to you. I think that's a really critical moment where we find opportunities. Mm. And whether it's you as an entrepreneur looking to move into entrepreneurship or you're just looking for a different change in your career, it's taking those moments of, you know, when things change to reflect and say, okay, why is this happening? And what is the positive aspect of it? And that's something I have to say is really inspiring about you is that in all of the, you know, unfortunate, like awful situations that you've been able to experience, you were able to see that there was an opportunity here for me to do something different, for me to recreate what I think is important to me. And that led you here yeah. to being an entrepreneur and helping other women become entrepreneurs. Yeah. So when it comes to women and not being aligned um, to the businesses and the things that they want to do and, you know, help them break that internal bias for themselves and help them break beyond, you know, some of the cultural or social or internal limiting beliefs. 
How did you identify that as a key problem for women specifically? Mm. So this, I f- first let me just say that I feel like life moves us into where we need to be. Moves us. It's, it moves us through experiences, through challenges. When we face those challenges, it's how we act that moves us forward or keeps us stuck where we are. So when we have a challenge, if we're thinking, you know, how can I overcome this? Then we think, who do I need to be to overcome this? Mm -hmm. And it's in the pursuit of overcoming that challenge that we become who we need to be to succeed. Yes. So when I started my business, I had no idea that I was gonna, gonna eventually help them build soul aligned businesses. I wanted to help them build businesses in the beginning because I was strong. I was a left, um, you know, left-minded. I, I used very a lot of logic, strategy. I'm like, I'm going to help them with strategy because that's my strong th- suit. Mm-hmm. So throughout this process of building my business and helping women, I realized that I'm actually not just helping them with strategy. I'm actually helping them uncover who they are, tune into their own intuition, find the answers for themselves. I'm not giving them the answers. That's where my work has evolved to include intuition plus strategy. This to me is the full picture because we grow up living and thinking and being taught that, you know, use your, you know, use your logic. If it makes sense, follow it. But that's only half the equation. The other equation is trusting yourself. The other equation is practicing listening to yourself and being the person who you need to be in those situations. So when I started Next Level Entrepreneurs, it was helping them with strategy. Now it evolved to helping them build their soul-aligned business, means the business they are here to to make, the impact they are here to make on the people they are born to impact. And that only starts when we are aligned with who we are, when we know who we are, when we really know, you know, I'm I'm made for more and then, okay, what's next? I know exactly what's my magic. I know why I'm different. I know why I'm special. And that special thing that I have needs to be shared. Yes. That's when we move from being successful on our own to making an impact on a community and leaving a legacy. That's the key. I see so many people working hard to succeed. I was that person, but that success was only for me. Mm -hmm. They are working for them. When we start using what we've learned, what we've built, switch it to help others, wow, what an impact we can make. That potential becomes immense. We change lives. We really create movements and help people live their lives in such a better way. And I I think what you touched on there is something a lot of people sort of going through their entrepreneurial journey, or if they haven't started yet, is sort of finding that passion of the problem. And, you know, in the startup world, there's, there's a phrase called falling in love with the problem that you're solving. But what you're really helping people do is, you know, Finding their passion that's going to find the problem they're going to fall in love with, and that way they can use those two things to build their business because they know the problem inside out, they're solving that problem for someone, and they're taking 
all of those things from themselves because that passion is what's going to keep them through the tough times of entrepreneurships. It's mm-hmm. not just an uphill. It's just not, you know, it's not going uphill all the time. It's you will have those low moments. And I think what you really do uniquely um, within Next Level Entrepreneur is sort of set them up from that personal standpoint to build a strong person as an entrepreneur that gives them those success factors that allows them to, you know, weather the ebbs and flows of whatever business they're looking to to grow. And something you also touched on that I, I wanted to come back to is that intuition um, where you're using strategy and you're helping them know themselves where they can trust their intuition. And for a lot of people, that might also look like something like foresight. Your intuition Mm -hmm. is your foresight. So where, what is that next step in your business? Where Mm -hmm. is it going? And tell me a little bit about how you work with women um, that are looking to break beyond where they are to to tap into those to those inner parts of themselves and align with the strategies that you've helped them create. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! I mean, we mentor women, executives, entrepreneurs, minorities, immigrants to grow a business that fully represents them. We help them build their business plan and the re, the um, strategies that stem from that business plan. Therefore, they end up having an authentic roadmap to captivate, to connect and convert their dream clients with ease. The result of that, they are 10xing their impact, their influence. They are closer to reaching their financial freedom and they're living their most fulfilling dream life dream life. Just think about before they do this, when they're fitting in, when they're fitting in and they're doing it for quite a long period of time, they feel disconnected from their true identity. They feel not engaged in their life. As a result, they play small. They play small and they earn small. So with our solution, when we work with them to really find that strength within, Mm -hmm. they start showing up authentically through alignment because we uncover who they're meant to be. We help them align to the direction they're called to reach and craft that intentional plan that truly represents them. When that alignment is there and the business plan stems for it, they show up unapologetically in the world. They share their unique message. They maximize their impact and their influence and they feel most importantly, seen, they feel heard, they feel connected to the world around them. Yeah. And that is, I think that is so powerful and something you um, also touched on just now, which I think is fundamental to not just entrepreneurs, but women in general is knowing our value. We are still paid less than men in today's world. Um, And that's unfortunate because our value isn't any less because we're a woman. But sometimes we just don't know what to ask for. We don't know how much to ask for. And just to play it safe, we 
we go on the lower end of it. So I think that confidence and that knowledge that you're bringing to women through your mentorship and through working with them on their business and strategies is giving them that confidence to know that you are valued. You can price yourself just as well as your other counterpart who may be a direct competition or offer something of similar value, but you don't have to price yourself lower because your value is just as much or if not greater. Yes, and this, you know, this whole month we've been talking about breaking the bias. This is the bias that we're breaking. When you think about that only 2% of female entrepreneurs in the world make seven figures. 2% in the world. I didn't know that. Yeah, and 15% make $100,000 or more. Just 15 in the whole world. Those numbers are even lower when we're talking about female minorities, when we're talking about women of color, even lower numbers. There's not even statistics to that. So this is the bias we're breaking. What if women had more support, had more mentorships and more tools at their disposal to make the pivot to entrepreneurship successfully and to break that 100K and that seven-figure mark? How amazing would that be for them, for their societies, for their communities, for their children? How much is that going to change the lives of, of people in the world? How much is that going to affect the whole world? That's where we come in. We're empowering them to create that success on their own terms without compromise, without being someone else, being themselves and truly anchored in their purpose. Which is, I think it's something that needs to be talked about more, you know, just not on Women's Day or, you know, throughout Women's Month. But you're right. Like we are... We are not, you know, valuing ourselves and society, you know, plays a big role in that whatever part of the world that you're in. And I love that you are focusing on women because there's there's this quote I came across or it was a stat a while ago where it's like if you want to change a society or a community, you educate the women within it and you will see that change happen a lot faster and that's something that stuck with me and so I'm always very you know impressed and thankful for women that are able to support other women with their unique skills to help uplift them through and you know throughout their lives and bring them to that next level that they are looking to achieve. You're 100% right. A society is just made up of different communities. Within the communities, there's families, there's mothers raising kids. We were the kids. When you and me raise other kids and mentor other kids and other women, we are just, the ripple effect is insane because it's going through all the families, all the communities, all the society. Yeah. And that's how you change the world. Yes. That's incredible. Um, And this is such an important bias that you're breaking. And it's, I think, even more important to help us break that bias ourselves and know that we are capable and that's something that's really important and know that we can take it to the next level and (laughs) you know the next level is available for us you know that glass ceiling which is something you know I I haven't heard 
too many people talk about the glass ceiling too much, but it still very much exists today. In entrepreneurship itself, as women are building their businesses, what sort of glass ceilings do you think still exist for them within that world? Because we don't live in a world of just female and women entrepreneurs. We're out there with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So how do we show up in those spaces and and really thrive in those spaces by being us. What What is that? How do you curate that value for mm. your clients? Oh, I love that. Uh, I think when each one of us focuses on the direction that we want, that's very important. That's the end result, that big vision that we want. The bigger, the better. But anchor that big vision and don't let it scare you, but let it be as a north star for you to guide you. Then reverse engineer. Reverse engineer to today. What is the smallest action you can take today that is in alignment with that big vision? Take it then. Today, do it very well. Do it in an amazing way, being fully yourself. Next day, do the same. When you don't think about the whole big picture every single day, because it scares us sometimes, yes. right? It scares us. Oh, my God, there's just so much to do. It's overwhelming. Uh, yes. That, then know yourself. If that overwhelms you, don't do it. Just think about it. Build that vision. Anchor it and let it go. And then be focused on the daily tasks, on those little wins that you can have every single day. Because success is only a sum and accumulation of little wins every day. In no time, you're going to find yourself, oh, my gosh, I'm looking back and I've, I've done all this. That's what happened with me. That's what happens with a lot of my clients. We work with them for 90 days, and every single time they're like, this has been 90 days? My gosh, like, I felt I've done so much in those 90 days. Like, I've been stuck in my business for two years trying to build this plan. I'm trying to showing up on social media. I'm trying to do marketing here, trying to connect with that. I felt like two years I've been doing the same, and now in 90 days I've moved forward. Mm -hmm. Because we start with the vision with them. We help them craft their vision that truly represents them, that is birthed from their soul, what their soul needs. And we reverse engineer to help them build that plan that helps them reach that vision. Throughout our work, they're not just only thinking and reflecting and building plans. They're doing it because action is what drives clarity. And clarity is what holds us back most of the time when we're not moving forward because we're not, not clear. There's this and that. I'm so undecisive. And the hesitation yes. because you're not sure, like, is this going to give me the results I think it's going to? But sometimes you have to fail, you know? You have to be sure that this is not going to work in order to get closer to what you know will work. Yes, and there's no failure. There's no, I failed. There's, I tried many times, and every time I tried, I learned something new that I need to add to the next time. Yes. And when I added it, oh my gosh, I got better results, and then better and better, and then I succeeded. Mm -hmm. So really, it's all about how we think about it. Success is an inner game first, an inner game. When you master it in your mind, 
you bring it to life. You master it in your mind, like in, in your mindset, you know, thinking, you know, there is no there is no failure. There is no wrong move. There is nothing that is wrong. Is There's just me today in this action that is in front of me. How I show up, giving my best in this action is going to give me the best result. Mm -hmm. And trusting that whatever result comes from it is exactly what you need to move you forward. That's it. Yeah, that's... You know, me as a new young entrepreneur, um, I think these things resonate with me so much. And they're things that I have had to learn myself that, you know, find those little wins in your everyday action. You know, progress is progress. Mm. And that progress is going to add up so much faster than, than you realize. And even when you have a setback, like you said, it's not a failure. And, and I love that you look at it that way because I try to look at it that way too, is that it is something that I've learned for the next time. And if you can't learn from a failure, it means you didn't look at it the right way, you know? Yeah. Because if you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're not getting the results you the want, results you want then we've got to change something. So as entrepreneurs and as you work with entrepreneurs that are looking to navigate and make big decisions, how do they, how do you help them make those big decisions within um, the strategies they they develop Mm. and keeping in mind that we're still aligning it to what their soul is, is, you know, saying that they need to be. Yeah. I mean, I love breaking down big decisions, big goals, big uh, anything that we want. I love breaking it down. And I love taking, you know, uh, learning from nature. If you think about what happens in a year, so much happens in a year. Nature changes. We go through many seasons. But every season gets done. Nature doesn't stress. Oh, my God. I like, you know, there's too much rain. I'm not going to, like, be in, in spring and time. Why? Because it's broken down into four seasons. So whenever we're faced with big decisions, big goals, break them down into smaller ones. I always love to break them down into four. Four stages that help you reach that mm-hmm. point that you want. Four seasons, four quarters in a year, all that stuff. Break them down into four and then think about what are the smallest things that would make the biggest difference. Focus on these. It's not about being everywhere. When we talk about entrepreneurship, especially now, you know, social media is like consuming so many of us. And I I understand social media is important, but I'll show you how my strategy for social media changed and how that helped me become more successful and even less overwhelmed, more, more, more joyful doing being on social media. Yeah. When I first started, I thought like many entrepreneurs, I need to be on all social media channels. I need to be on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, doing all that stuff. So I started creating content, putting it here, engaging here, doing there. I was so overwhelmed. I had no time to actually do the work that I'm supposed to do. Yes. So... I, I had to take a step back and reflect. I'm like, okay, well, wh- where, what's going wrong? Where is it that I can do better? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I don't need to be. Just because people said to me or a coach said to me or a mentor said to me once, you have to be on social media, doesn't mean I have to be everywhere. I aligned with the one social media that matters to me. I said, what if I need to be on social, what platform is actually 
going to give me the biggest bang for my buck. Mm -hmm. Where is my ideal client? They're on LinkedIn, okay? Let's, let's say, for example, then I need to be on LinkedIn. That's it. I start there, so start with one platform and really develop your online presence there and own it. Own it. Let people come to you there instead of you being everywhere so that you can meet people where they are. Why don't you anchor yourself in one area, just like a lighthouse? Yeah. Okay, you are the lighthouse and people will come to you. When people email me, hey, how can I, how can I find some of your stuff? I'm on LinkedIn. Check out my content there. So easy. It, it just made a whole world of a difference for me and mm -hmm. for my results and how I'm showing up in my business and how joyful I am in, in doing what I do. Yeah. And it gave me all this time back in my life to, to be with the people that I love. Like this whole entrepreneurship, when we enter it, when we go into it, most of the time, it's because we want to do something we love and we want to have freedom, freedom of time, freedom to do, you know, other stuff in our life. Yeah. So when I started being more hyper-focused, dialed in uh, in my strategies, the results were better and my time back in my life was a lot more. And that's really finding that balance. And and we know it's hard, especially when you're starting. Um, I'll tell you, over the past few weeks... I've probably not slept <laughs> that much, but I had those really targeted things that I had to deliver. I mm. promised people I would have this. And, you know, I think in the beginning, really finding that focus can be can be hard, but I've learned over time that zooming in and really knowing what is that one thing that I need to do makes a big difference mm -hmm. and that's something that I I love that you're really helping people focus in and make sure that what they're doing is delivering value no matter how small it is mm -hmm. and that focus can grow as your team grows exactly right because now you don't only have 24 hours in a day if you add another person you have 48 hours in a day, just hypothetically. Yeah. Um, so that that focus can expand at that point. So that's a really great point in really helping people focus in doing one thing really well and then adding on to it and finding ways to improve it continually. Yes. Imagine you're on an island. You want to get to the other side of the island. Instead of building many different little bridges that never gets done, focus on building one bridge from one side of the island to the other. Yeah. Build it, get there, and then work on the other one. That's the exact same way with strategy and plans for your business. Mm -hmm. Outside of sort of the individual challenges that women and female entrepreneurs have, what are some of you know the opportunities that exist in the world that would make it you know, more welcoming for women to participate in entrepreneurship and really climb that ladder and and get what they really want? Mm, oh, such a good question. I think right now, like, opportunities are always there. Opportunities are everywhere. It's who we are and how we raise our vibration to meet that opportunity. So right now is the best time to make an impact to make an influence. It doesn't mean you have to leave your job and start your business. 
there's opportunity where you are. So I, I want really to put this message out there for everyone who's listening to us and women who are listening that you don't need, not every one of us needs to leave their job and start a business. You can make a bigger impact, a bigger influence where you are. Just think, you know, in your company, in your organization, think about how can I make a bigger impact? Am I showing up? as the best person that I can? Am I showing up fully in my work? Mm -hmm. If the answer is not, then ask yourself why? What is holding you back? Most of the time, I find that we are the one holding ourselves back. We are the one who are standing in our success, in our bigger impact, in our bigger legacy. So when we ask that question and answer it honestly, well, you're going to find so many ways where you can amplify your impact, yes. maximize it, helping. It starts always, it starts with helping people. When you help one person, then that person helps another. Then just think about how that's maximized. Yes. So every time you think, you know, where's the opportunity? Don't think it's out there waiting for you. Think about here, me, where is an opportunity for me today to help someone? Mm -hmm. Start there and then just be open to where and what the universe, universe presents to you. Yeah. We see a lot of um, people um, like myself and even lots of other entrepreneurs that are going to be on this podcast. They are in, let's say, one industry yeah. and they see an opportunity elsewhere what does someone, what does a woman need to do to help build her confidence to know that I have identified a problem in another area that I might not know 100% and be very confident in? How can they, you know, build that, what are things they can do to build that confidence oh. to go into a new space that may not be, you know, where women typically are. Um, like earlier in this month, we have a company on Dirt Market. And Dirt Market, they, you know, she's a young female entrepreneur, you know, coming out of university and entering the construction industry where we know women aren't typically there. So how can women, what are things women can do to help build their confidence to go into mm. spaces that they found problems and they can create a solution in order to feel more comfortable in that space. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Educate yourself on it. Educate yourself. Build the skills you need to be a top player in that industry, in that market. So you want to enter into an industry where there's not a lot of women. Okay. T like, take, take an hour and do your research. Who are the top players in that industry? Who are they? What are the top five players? Follow them on social media. Consume their content. What are they talking about? Why do they stand out? What's special about them? What is their belief? What is their content core, the core of their content? What is it about? And then find how you can make it even better. Find how what is special about you, your superpower can help them make it better and then start talking about it. But you can't enter a market you don't know much about because confidence 
is built through education. That's what I found. Every time I was, I felt not confident about something, it was because I didn't know much about it. Yeah. But when I started learning more about it, my confidence grew. I'm like, oh, you know what? This wasn't as bad as I thought. This isn't as hard as I was making it to be. So that's why I say, like, if you're not confident about something, Google it. Educate yourself about it. Get it like a short program to learn more about it. The more you learn about it, the more you're elevating your skills and elevating your potential to be a top player in that market and make a difference for the people there. That, I think, is such a great nugget for everyone to take away. I hope you had your pens and paper out because education, um, and it doesn't have to be formal education. It's just getting that exposure mm. to learn and that's what education i think really is it's it's not taking necessarily a course yes yeah. those things are important but that hands-on knowledge really gives you that deeper insight and understanding and the more knowledgeable you are in a in a new space the more you can cement and mm. like carve out that space for you within yes. that new industry so women shouldn't be afraid to say, you know, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable in this space, so I don't belong here. Mm. But you belong everywhere. Oh, yes. Yes. You belong everywhere. So it's a matter of, you know, educating yourself, um, like Hollis said, and, you know, following people, making sure you know the industry inside out and um, finding and creating your own space within it. Yeah, and not just following the top leaders. Also get in, like see who are their clients? What are their clients saying? You know, sometimes when I wanna talk about a topic, I find a book on Amazon and I go read the reviews. I don't read like the five star reviews. I read the two star, the three star reviews. What are people saying? What is it that they like, but they're still feeling there's something missing? I'm like, oh my gosh, look, there's a need right in front of me on the topic that I wanna talk about. So that's what research, that's why research is so important important, whether you want to start a business or grow your business, research is very important to solidify that direction you want to go. It's going to give you exactly the problem that is still existing in the market today. And all your job becomes is finding the best solution for that problem. Yes, absolutely. And it would be so incredible if people can just, you know, find these unique opportunities that really builds that confidence within them, build the knowledge that they have. And like you said, opportunities are everywhere. And you don't have to become an entrepreneur to feel fulfilled Mm. and have a sold aligned purpose um, in your life. You can be an entrepreneur within your own organization. It's how do you navigate that space um, within your own company to say, okay, I see here's an opportunity here. How can I make it better? Because we can't all be entrepreneurs, Mm. right? Um, Someone's got to work for somebody. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that you mentioned that because when I think about what's next for us, this is exactly where the biggest impact is going to be. I definitely love helping individuals and entrepreneurs, but when I think about how can I even make a bigger impact, my next step is to get into corporations and uh, mid-size and large-size businesses and help their leadership team, help their female diverse uh, team elevate their impact. 
right where they are by growing their personal brand, by talking more about the things that are valuable to them and mm -hmm. the impact that they want to make on their community. And I think that's so important because sometimes women don't feel like they have a voice at the table within organizations and, you know, you can be overshadowed by other things that other people are doing, but how can you show up? How can you build your expertise? How can you, you know, create that personal brand that allows you to grow within an organization to mm -hmm. really make the impact. Yeah. yeah, yeah, grow within it and grow outside of it as well. You becoming a thought leader helps you, but also helps the organization. They're gonna be seen differently. Their social impact is gonna grow. So there is a vested interest in, in a lot of corporations to invest in their teams. So their teams grow their personal brand as well because it's gonna pay back to them. Yes, in the future. Mm. Yeah, and that's, like you said, it is an investment in their people. And I think more and more so people are noticing that if their teams don't feel valued by them, there are other options. Mm -hmm. There are options everywhere. And with sort of the economic situation with COVID, you know, it looks like we're on a downturn right now, which is really exciting. Um, we, we see people are eager to do more. People mm. are reflecting on what is important to them. And this is why I think what you do in helping people find out what's important to them so they can break their own barriers and their own boundaries and get to the next level mm. is so important. And it's great to hear that your next step is to not just help entrepreneurs, but there are other women that mm. love what they do already. They don't necessarily have to be entrepreneurs, but they are looking to do the exact same thing, which is break their personal biases, um, break the biases that others have for them mm. and go beyond that. Yeah, and be more fulfilled in their life. I think when you think about, you know, there's a lot of talk online about the great resignation. Yes. To me, the great resignation is nothing but the great alignment. People have seen so much death in the last two years that they're wondering, you know, I don't know, maybe tomorrow my life ends, but I want to have more meaning in the life I live today. How can I bring more meaning to my life? And they're finding, you know, well, I bring more meaning by doing the things I love, by allowing aligning to what I'm here to do to my purpose. So that's why I call it the great resignation is caused by the great alignment. And how can corporations, how can companies get ahead of that by by growing their team's engagement, by helping them find that fulfillment and alignment within their role? I just came up I mean, you just came up with <laughs> the name of this episode, oh The God. Great Alignment. I love it. Um, it's, I think it's perfect. And I think it really sums up and talks about, you know, what you are doing to help women um, go further and what's happening in today's society because people are reevaluating, like you said, what is important? Mm. What does my life mean? Where do I find purpose and fulfillment? And that is quintessential to what your business is, is aligning to it. So um, incredible title. <laughs> I know. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. Um, so it's 
It's really exciting, Hala, to hear your story, hear your passion, you know, see how you're changing the lives of women and helping women break their own bias and helping them break the biases that are put upon them. And a lot of them aren't fair. Um, Most of them aren't fair. That's why they're biased and they're negative biases. But we have to tap into some of the positive things about ourselves and have a positive bias with ourselves that says, I am confident, you know, and I can deliver value and Mm. I am valuable. And those self-confirming statements that we can use to build ourselves up because the better we feel about ourselves, the more we feel that we can do and we can take on and not just change our immediate community, but that like you said, influences and trickles down and goes Mm. into other communities. And your work, even though it's just in Hamilton um, or probably further, um, you, you are helping change communities everywhere. You're helping change families. You're helping, you know, shape corporations with you know, elevating the level of talent they also have. Yeah, and that's honestly been the biggest joy. Like when I look back at my life, I'm turning a 45. I don't know how the time flew, but I look at my journey and I'm like, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of the work that I'm doing. Uh, I'm so proud of who I am being every single day, the role model I'm being to my own girls. I'm a mom of two teens. I show them every day that, you know, anything is possible for them. Mm-hmm. And the impact that I'm doing, uh, helping women change their lives, live more fulfilling lives, live their dream life, it's possible. Anything is possible. It's within us. The strength is within us. The difference is... It shouldn't be a shell of a confidence. The confidence should start from within, aligning to who we are and really showing up to the world vulnerably sometimes, you know, sharing the mistakes, sharing the things that we hide because we're, we're ashamed to share. Those are the things people want to hear. That's what's going to make a difference. That's what's going to resonate with them because we all have those moments. Yes. There's no emotion, no feeling that we ever go through that the other person didn't. Yeah. The difference is when we say it, we allow others as well to open up and say it and share it and grow from it. That. I think is really important and I think shame is something that you know is sort of put upon us because we have all of these you know long laundry list of things we should be ashamed about Mm. and we all make mistakes at the end of the day whether it's a personal mistake or you know a professional mistake or an entrepreneurial mistake those mistakes like you said can be turned into positive opportunities and learning moments for us and that's where growth comes from and I think as an entrepreneur like growth is the ultimate thing that we are seeking on a regular basis whether we're growing our company whether we're growing ourselves whether we're helping our clients grow Mm. you know it's all about that self-improvement and that improvement of the things around us because if we weren't improving and we weren't solving problems then entrepreneurship 
wouldn't really exist. Yes, absolutely. And that's what meaningful growth is. Because there is growth that we've achieved sometimes, like society approved success. And, you know, I've been promoted. I got more. I got a raise. That is still growth. Mm -hmm. But it's not lasting. Meaningful growth that lasts is stemming from, from us. And it's aligned with the purpose we're here to do. Yeah. So what's one thing you want to leave women with, you know, as we wrap up, you know, this incredible month of incredible entrepreneurs like yourself that are changing the world around us? How can how can women, you know, support other women and ensure that we are growing together and we are taking on some of these challenges as a whole. Mm, I love this. I would say, honestly, I want to tell them, anyone who's feeling, you know, called for more, but, you know, struggling to get there, I want to tell them it takes a village. If you're doing it alone today, you're making it way too hard on yourself. Build your community. If you're not capable of building it, get into a community that sees you, that supports you, that nurtures you, that wants you to succeed, because that's what's going to make a difference. Building those connections and having that support network is what makes the difference. It makes things so much easier. It and does. there's plenty of them out there. Find people who really, you know, you feel you feel valued with. That's the most important. You feel yourself and you're valued for being yourself. Mm-hmm. And then just be yourself there and go from there. You're going to you're going to find that network that supports you and takes you to that next level. Amazing. And I think that is such great advice because building a community is hard and so when someone has a community that you can fit into it might not be a hundred percent perfect for you but you can get in there and you'll meet more like-minded people like you Mm -hmm. and that helps you you know expand your sort of thoughts and the way you think and grow better connections and build better relationships with people that may become your future partners in business or in life, whatever that looks like. And I think community is so important. And this is why we're doing this podcast about Buzzworthy, because we want people within our communities to know that a community of entrepreneurs exist here Mm. in Hamilton and they are doing incredible things to create opportunities and help lift up anyone else that are looking to build their own entrepreneurial journey or even just change their lives in a different way. So it's been incredible chatting with you, Hala. You've given us so much to talk about so much to you know reflect on and really the ultimate thing I think you left us with is how do we have that great alignment with ourselves in whatever we do whether it's Mm. entrepreneurship building your own career you know starting a nonprofit Mm. or building your own community um, because there is room for all of us here Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. I mean, it's it was my pleasure chatting with you. And there's nothing I love more than, you know, being part of our community and connecting with women, badass women in Hamilton, right? Yeah. Entrepreneurs making amazing things. And I love connecting and supporting them to 
you know, keep on growing and keep on keep on increasing and expanding their impact. Yeah. If anyone wants to find you, Hala, how can they? Yeah, they can absolutely check my website, nextlevelentrepreneurs.com. They can find me, Hala Dagher Shibani, on LinkedIn. Uh, they can send me an email. Um, I'm on social media. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we will have all of Hala's contact information. Um, Like you've experienced today, she's an incredible woman. um, And I cannot wait to see and hear more of the success stories that the women she's helping um, and what they're doing and how they're changing the world. So we'll have all that information for you in the episode description and on our social media. So don't forget to check Hala out. Um, and if you are a woman and you need support and you need to align with your business and yourself or just align with yourself and your career, Hala is the person to reach out to. And so, again, thank you so much for being with us here today. This has um, been incredible to hear your story, and it is incredible inspiring to me and I know it will inspire so many other women and we can level with so many of the experiences that you've had as well. Yeah, thank you. So grateful for you. Thank you. All right, everyone, don't forget to tune into next week's episode where we are going to continue with other entrepreneurs that you might know or you might not know. And this next episode is really going to dive into how Hamilton Hive actually played a role in the development of this company in its very early stages. So come check us out next week's episode. This is a wrap up of the Women's Month that we are celebrating women and the great entrepreneurs in our city. So If you haven't listened to all the episodes, go back, start from episode one to get our full array of female entrepreneurs and continue to listen to us as we bring in new, different, innovative companies to talk about um, through our Buzzworthy podcast here. See you later, everyone. Thank you all for listening today. Give us a follow on social at at Hamilton Hive to stay tuned and know what's coming next. And if you have entrepreneurs or projects in your mind and you want to know their stories, let us know so we can reach out and help tell those stories that you want to hear more of. Finally, we want to thank our team of volunteers that make this podcast possible on a weekly basis. They are putting in the time, they're putting in these hours, and they are not paid for it. So huge shout out to Cesar Sardena, Harsh Patel, James Clark, Khaled Imam, Patricia Ford, and Ratri Tun. Our volunteers are listed on our website at, at hamiltonhive.ca slash podcast and check them out. See you next time.